This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hannibal Qaisi, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world and right here in the UAE. It is a very uh, cool day. Yesterday, it, it was a little bit rainy. It is November 9th, and I want to give a big shout out to two people. First, let's start off with Makeda Atiyah <laughs> from Afternoon Karak. It is his birthday today. Happy birthday to Makeda Atiyah. And I want to wish a happy birthday to the 21-year-old. She has just turned 21. Hanan, happy birthday, Hanan. She's a special listener. Avid she, listener. Avid <laughs> listener. She's a special listener. She listens all the time. Happy birthday, Hanan. 21 years old. It's a big number. You're legal now. <laughs> it is definitely a big number, and we wish you the very best. I hope you have a great day today. But let's go ahead and share with you some of the best news happening right here in the UAE because the Hope Probe, our very own ro- rocket that we launched earlier in July, is finally reaching its stage. It is going to be hitting the lands of Mars on February 9th mm-hmm. of 2021. And once it arrives to Mars, the UAE will actually become the fifth nation in the whole world to have its own uh, rockets mm-hmm. arrive to planet Mars. Now, recently this year, we did the Apple did announce the iPhone 12, but already we're talking about the iPhone 13. Now it's going to get a massive upgrade next year in the coming couple of months we're going to see a lot of leaks and a lot of people what they're speculating about it but we do have the latest rumors we're gonna tell you all about that in a bit yes indeed but coronavirus the coronavirus pandemic has definitely inspired a lot of inventions and we've seen different creativity uh, being born right here Mm -hmm. during this pandemic and this is exactly why we're going to be speaking today to alhan ahmed who is one of the most known inventors when it comes to students creating different innovations in the field of fighting the COVID-19 pandemic. But this time, we're not talking about disinfection, we're not talking about sanitization, but we're talking about keeping people a lot less lonely. Could Mm -hmm. one light that changes colors do that? We're going to be giving you all those details in just a few moments. Yes, and we're also going to be talking about Snapchat and how they're adding a new feature to allow creators to showcase their subscriber count. Now, we do know that Snapchat kind of gives only the views and how many people are subscribed only to the person of that account. But now, soon enough, we will see that feature even for me. For example, if I want to look at, let's say, uh, Kim Kardashian's uh, subscriber count, I will be able to see lots to talk about today, ladies and gentlemen. It's a beautiful day. We're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about everything you need to know. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Your quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. Big news is happening right here in the UAE because around three months from today, the UAE's Hope Probe, the first Arab interplanetary mission to Mars, is expected to finally arrive to the red planet's orbit on the 9th of February in 2021. To be exact, it's going to hopefully arrive at around 7.42 p.m. UAE time. And we're definitely all excited to celebrate the arrival of the first Arab mission to Mars. Yes, His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum did announce that. And we are very excited to celebrate the arrival of the first Arab mission to Mars. Now, it was launched from Japan's Tegashima Space Center in the early hours of July 20th. And Omni and I did cover it right here on the show, and we were very excited yeah. to see it. it did kind of go through a little bit of speed bumps 
till uh, it was launched, but thankfully it was launched successfully. Now, so far, the probe has actually traveled 290 million kilometers and has completed its last trajectory correction maneuver. So that is a big, big accomplishment. Now, it is currently cruising at an average speed of, listen to this, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> 103,379 kilometers per hour. So it's fast, ladies and gentlemen. And it has actually already covered more than half of its seven-month 480 million kilometer journey to the red planet so we're at the halfway mark right here ladies and gentlemen three months three more months to go yes indeed three more months until the uae becomes the only fifth country or entity in the world to place a spacecraft in orbit around mars and this is after the united states the former soviet union the european space agency and India. Now, the arrival of the Hope Probe also happens to coincide with the celebration of the UAE's Golden Jubilee, which basically marks the new exciting phase in the UAE's scientific achievement and technological development. Now, the Hope Probe mission is not just the journey that Hani just mentioned. It's not about launching it in July and having it arrive in February, yes. but it's rather a representation of about a 50-year journey, which actually began back in 1971 uh, and we're definitely excited to have the whole probe mark the beginning of another 50 years that will hopefully bring lots of achievements based in the fields of science, knowledge, and innovation. Yes, it is an accomplishment not only for the UAE, for the, but for the Arab world and Muslims around the world. We're very excited. Uh, it's an accomplishment. And soon enough, in three months, hopefully on February 9th, 2021, we, were, we will be telling you guys about how it reached. How and it landed. How it landed and what what is it going to be doing on the Red Planet. But let's kind of diverse a little bit from the Red Planet and come back to Mother Earth and talk about the Apple iPhone 13. Yes, well, iPhone 12 was launched <laughs> last month. Or th was it last month? It was last month. Yes. But now we're already talking about the iPhone 13 and how it's going to get a lot of massive upgrades. Now, we do know that when a new Apple iPhone is launched, yeah. even though it's great so far, people and Apple enthusiasts are already excited to see what's coming for the next series. Absolutely. So everyone is now waiting for the next launch, even though it's about a year away, um, hopefully, unless things get postponed. But iPhone 13 will be quite similar to iPhone 12. So speculations show that Apple is aiming to launch four model sizes, just like it did with this year's iPhone 12. A lot of Apple analysts are definitely digging through all the different platforms and all the different databases, trying to find the latest news, the latest rumors sometimes, and at times they are actual facts. But everyone is speculating that the iPhone 13 will come with some major improvements to the camera technology. And this, is, this, isn't, this isn't much of a shock to me because the iPhone 13 or the iPhone 12 has actually been remarkably known for how good the camera quality is. Influencers have been sharing photos that they've taken with the iPhone 12 and asking their followers to tell them if they think these photos were edited because yes. without any edits the photos are just picture perfect and this is where i think that apple succeeds the most when it does come come to their camera technology now uh samsung and other competitors they use high quality cameras yeah but uh, the adaptation that apple has with instagram with twitter with these social media apps where they post these pictures is something unrecognizable i mean it's great how 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 uh, apple does kind of uh, cater to that social media aspect mm. so 
I like what, 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 what I think the number one selling point that Apple has for me is their cameras. Yes. Because their cameras are out of this world. And we can see that every year, the number one thing that Apple does want to update and does want to bring something new to the table is when it comes to their camera, whether it's the front camera or the back camera. But the thing is, I'm honestly kind of concerned about the battery health because we did see a lot of issues happening with the iPhone 12 battery health, especially when people started using the 5G connectivity. Yes. So are they going to be able to fix that? And will we, yeah. will we find new technologies embedded in the iPhone 13? That's definitely something we're going to be keeping you updated with. But I'm not sure if you've seen, Hani, a lot of uh, people who've been buying the iPhone 12 in different parts around the world have been saying that there is a little bit of a shortage yeah. in the phones themselves. Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing that around the holiday season, yeah. things are only going to get worse. <laughs> yes, yeah, so well, we are going to December holiday season. Uh, a lot of people are getting their their bonuses yeah. and they might want to go and upgrade. But uh, Omni, I want to go back and talk about when you talked about uh, the 5G and the battery. Well, yeah. we did have this problem with the iPhone 4G. Yeah. If you do remember 4G when it was first introduced, the, I the iPhone 4 did kind of go through a little bit of a speed bump. Mm. But Apple is quick to fix it with their with their new update. So I am looking forward to see uh, this type of issue being removed and uh, 5G compatibility with their battery will be top-notch soon enough, even though that I haven't used the iPhone 12 yet and I can't speak from experience, but what I'm seeing online is a lot of people, just like you said, Omni, I think it's it's it depends on the phone. Some yeah. people complain, some people don't. Some people use their phone a little bit too much and do ask for that high bandwidth frequency, so of course, the higher bandwidth connectivity, so they might feel a drain in their battery. But I want to ask the listeners and viewers and audience, if they have the iPhone 12 mm -hmm. and if they have experienced a shortage in battery, 4215 or on Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Share with us your thoughts and let us know if you have the iPhone 12. Have you been liking it? Have you faced any issues? Share your thoughts with us. But coming up on Future Talk, we have a very interesting conversation with a young inventor, Alhan Ahmed. He's going to be joining us to tell us more about his invention, the Lamp Ibo, that has been keeping a lot of COVID-19 patients company. If you have any questions for him, shoot them our way at 4215 or on Instagram at Pulse95 Radio. Keep Pulse95 locked. We'll be right back. Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse95. Coronavirus has definitely sparked a rise in creativity. Weird and wonderful inventions have entered our life ever since this pandemic has started because everyone was trying to adjust to the new normal and many of us have reached out to tech to help us do that. Finding reliable ways of keeping our distance from others was definitely one of the biggest focus points whenever inventors were creating different devices to help make sure that people are social distancing, people are wearing their masks, but with social distancing, we don't want to be emotionally distant from those that we love. And this is exactly why today we're going to be speaking to a student right here in the UAE named Alhan Ahmed, who actually invented a light that helps you stay connected and reach out for help from those around you. Thank you so much for joining us today, Alhan. Thank you for having me, Omnia. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you on. Now, let's kickstart this conversation by asking you, what is the light able and how does it work? Okay, so I'd firstly like to start off by telling you what Ibo means. Mm. Mm -hmm. Ibo is a term for friend and companion in Japanese. Okay. And Ibo is a light that can signal up to five different messages 
and it changes its color according to each message. Aiba understands gesture. So when you tilt it forward, mm. it turns blue and blue says, I need my medication. When you tilt it backwards, it turns green. Green says, I need food or groceries. When you tilt it left, Aiba turns pink, which says, I need a friend or just someone to speak to. And when you tilt it right, Aiba turns yellow, which symbolizes thank you if someone's reached out or helped you in any way. And finally, when you turn Aiba completely upside down, mm. it starts flashing red and blue. And it plays a siren sound, which signifies that there's an emergency and someone needs help instantly. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Alhan, what motivated you or inspired you to make such an, uh, of an invention? Um, I was really inspired uh, by the pandemic, as mm-hmm. weird as that sounds. During the pandemic, I think uh, we had the time to pause and reflect and look mm-hmm. at our systems and objects around us. And it's... I quickly realized that a lot of systems and objects were designed to limit virus transmission mm-hmm. and distance people, all in good cause, but um, it really had detrimental effects on people's mental health and well-being. And it was even worse for the elderly, people with low mobility, people with low vision, mm-hmm. who really need the support of all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Now, a lot of uh, a lot of us are definitely, as you mentioned, str- they, we definitely struggled with emotional distance, being emotionally distant from those who we love, as we were trying to take all the precautionary measures. And uh, the invention Ibo is definitely one of the most creative ways to communicate your needs to your neighbors and to be able to seek help with ease. But I'm wondering, what was your thinking process around the different colors so why did you pick those colors to symbolize those things and not let's say different colors to symbolize the same uh, features okay so i'll start off with blue which Mm. says i need medication blue is a color that's used by hospitals Mm. um, pharmaceutical companies and a variety of different uh, companies in the medical industry so we're subconsciously already associated with Um, medicine with the color blue. Mm -hmm. Um, I chose green to represent groceries and food because we eat greens and anything natural is associated with the color green. Mm -hmm. Pink was chosen to symbolize when you need someone to speak to or a friend because pink really um, brings in a sense of compassion and sincerity. Yeah. Empathy as well. And finally, I chose yellow to say thank you because yellow symbolizes a sense of warmth. Yes. And when you say thank you to someone, it's a very warm gesture. Mm. I love that. <laughs> Amazing. Now, how effective is Aibo in the age of social media and phone communication? Great question. I think phone communication and social media are very effective and they have their own place. Mm. But um, let's contextualize a little bit. Say there's an elderly person living in an apartment building and they need the medication immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, these people don't necessarily feel comfortable using their phones. They might not be as tech savvy as you and I are. Mm. Um, instead, Ibo makes it easy for them to really take one simple step, even in a state of panic, to send out a message to all of their neighbors, not only the people living in their buildings. Mm. Mm. And that really makes sense because um, we often aren't connected with the people who live in our building. We might have one or two phone numbers, True. but Ibo really sends out a message to the whole neighborhood. I love that. And honestly, I feel like even for people with disabilities or people of determination who are hard of hearing or who have uh, speech disabilities, it might even come in handy because they don't even need to try and communicate using speech. All they'll have to do is move the device in certain ways. 
Yes, exactly. Ibo was designed with um, consideration for people with different disabilities. Um, it wasn't only designed for one set of people. And um, the reason we I chose to use gestures mm. as a means of activating different lights was because it's one single step. Mm. Even when someone is feeling lonely or they're in a state of panic, it's a mm. very easy task for them to accomplish. Absolutely. We're going to be taking a short break, but once we come back, I want to pick your brain a little on uh, the concept of social media. A lot of us tend to think that if we have a lot of friends in our newsfeed popping up, if we are reaching out to people through DMs, that is a sense of connect connection with someone or being connected with another person but how true is that if you have any questions with Han Ahmed make sure you send them in at 4215 door to or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio This is Pulse95 Check this out Check this out Pulse95 In the age of coronavirus as the world was racing to find face masks create technology to help maintain social distancing. One student, inventor right here in the UAE named Alhan Ahmed, was looking for ways to make sure that people did not grow distance emotionally. He actually created an invention called Ibo, which is a light that can help people stay connected while still maintaining social distance and help others reach out to those around them in times of crisis. Thank you so much uh, for joining us today, Alhan. And a question comes to mind, especially in the age of social media a lot of us tend to think that just because you know we're liking the photos of our friends and family we are you know sending them funny memes sending them dms every now and then that we are basically checking in with them but is this the reality and could social media actually create more loneliness than connection yes it sure can i think social media and modern day technology um the effects it has on us really depend on our personal relationship with it and how we use it. Mm. So if you're the type of person to call someone when you're thinking about them, you're doing a great job. Mm. But on the other end of the spectrum, many people hop onto people's social media mm. profiles, mm. like a few pictures and look at their feed. And it gives them this false sense of uh, checking in with that person and making sure they're okay. Mm. And I'd like to believe that a lot of people would probably want to check on one another, but sometimes they'll not might find the time, mm. or they think they'll, they're being annoying or a, a nuisance to one another. So with this type of a device, I feel like it kind of says like, "Hey, I'm thinking about you, and I hope you're all right." Yep. And more than that, Ibo also helps you establish new social connections mm -hmm. with your neighbors. Um, Say you saw a pink light in your neighborhood, you might reach out to that person and establish a friendship that you wouldn't have otherwise. Mm. Um, it, it gives you a sense of community. You don't need to rely on your friends and family who may live further away. You can um, get the support of your neighbors and establish new friendships that might last a lifetime. Absolutely. Now, a lot of people may be wondering, you know, uh, how can... How can people actually acknowledge the meaning behind the light easily? Is there like, let's say, a certain manual that comes with it or a certain uh, kind of color hint, code? Yeah, or a color code that would actually help people acknowledge that. Let's say blue means this or pink means that. Because some people may be seeing the light, but they don't necessarily know what it means. Yes. So in Dubai, in a lot of apartment buildings and hotels, you find these leaflets that essentially just hang onto the handle. Mm. They advertise restaurants or they might just say, do not disturb. Um, for Ibo, I'm looking at a similar way and a means of distributing um, leaflets 
which explain what each color means mm -hmm. and also notifying the residents of a building that there is a person who's using Ibo in the building. So just look out for them and offer them a helping hand um, if you see them ask, ask yeah. for it. I think this could work really good with elderly people as yeah. well. Especially uh, even those with uh, physical disabilities. Yes. Yeah. Ibo was really designed um, for the most vulnerable people mm. of our society. Mm. Um, people of determination, the elderly, even people with low vision. Mm. Those people really can't use smartphones because smartphones are designed for people with really good vision yeah. and screens, essentially. 100%. Now, so I Ibo yeah. is a... Ibo is a direct response to this um, design trend that has made a lot of people feel lonely and isolated. Mm. And, you know, taking uh, after your journey with Ibo, so you were actually inspired during the coronavirus pandemic, but you are considering having this become uh, one of the inventions that you participate with in a competition right here in the UAE. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what are your future plans for the device? Yes, so I've currently... Um, entered the global grad show and my work is being displayed both here in Dubai Design District but on a year-long virtual exhibition mm. um, available for the world to see mm -hmm. mm. and I, I really want to see how the world responds to it. Do people associate themselves or see themselves using the lamp? Do they think it would be fit for one of their grandparents to use? Mm. Um, I really just want to use this platform, the global grad show, um, to gauge a sense of um, how people feel about Ibo, the lamp, and really make a uh, mark. Amazing. I do wish you the best, and we both wish you the best. Now, it's amazing. You're only a student, and I do see a bright future coming out of you, inshallah. But uh, I'm really proud to see you doing this as a student. I remember when I was a student, <laughs> I wasn't doing anything close to this. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much, uh, Alhan, for joining us today. And we are definitely excited to see Ibo hopefully in the homes of every single person right here in the UAE and around the world. Thanks for having me. Thank you for your time. To everyone tuning in to us right now, we're going to be taking a short break. But once we come back, we're going to be diving into the world of Snapchat. Yes. If you have any influencer that you follow very closely on Snapchat, you may just be surprised to find out that now they can actually know exactly how many people are subscribed to them. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is my area of expertise. I'm a Snapchat addict, as per se. So we're going to talk about that in a bit. We're taking a short break. But when we come back, you know we got the details. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse 95. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Snapchat now. Snapchat, it's been a while since they've actually done anything extraordinary or made headlines. And un unfortunately, ever since Instagram came out with those stories and kind of catered more to the creators, yeah. uh, Snapchat has kind of been under the radar per se. But now Snapchat is adding a new feature to allow creators to showcase their subscriber count. Now, Snapchat has come out with a new feature where creators will now be able to publicize the number of subscribers that they have, making a first for the social media platform. Now, for those who don't know, before no one would know, unless you, how many people watch the story, how many people are subscribed to this person, except the creator or the person with that count. But now Snapchat plans to change all of that. Yes, indeed. Now, I think Snapchat got a little bit jealous from Instagram since a lot of Instagram influencers 
would actually get some sponsorships or some collaborations with brands based on the follower count, based on their insights, based on how many people follow them, how many people trust their opinions. So could that allow Snapchat influencers to have the same uh, relationship with sponsors and collaborating Mm. with brands that's definitely something uh, that only time could tell but a snapchat spokesperson did announce and say that they have been getting a lot of feedback from content creators wanting this asking for this and wanting to be able to showcase how many subscribers they have yes now when someone wants to look at a creator to market their product obviously they're gonna go for the person with the most views who has an affordable place etc which is why a lot of people buy followers at times. That's why a lot of people buy followers on Instagram. Now, with Snapchat, you don't have that feature. You don't have that yeah. feature where a marketer can look and see that, hey, maybe Hanny has a million followers, for example. But uh, now with this feature, this kind of uh, goes and sees how important it is for that marketer to look at these people and these influencers. Mm. Thus, it does come back to to Snapchat, so more people will be inclined to use Snapchat because they can benefit from it. Now, let's be honest, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Influencers and everyone, they make money. They, they make do. money. They make good money, ladies and gentlemen. So, if someone is making good money from a platform, they are more inclined to stay on that platform. We've seen a lot of people jump from Snapchat and start using Instagram and mm. keeping Instagram that main platform. But just because it's much easier for a person who wants to market their product to look at Omnia, and Omnia has 500,000 followers. And I can market market my my product on Omnia's page, but Hani Hani has a million followers, but I don't know he has a million followers because Snapchat doesn't show me that he has a million followers. There, I, I, as a marketer, automatically I'm going to go to Omnia because that's what I'm seeing. I'm saying that uh, it's the most reach is with Omnia. So exactly. S- Snapchat coming out with this is very important, and it does make more people want to use the platform. Now, unfortunately, Snapchat is going down. Yeah, the, u- down, the, the users, people who actually use it, the users. The users, there's, it's not like how it was before. It's not catering to the making money aspect. Now, we, everyone wants to make money. Mm. And TikTok is letting 16-year-olds make money. Instagram is letting anyone make money. Snapchat, who is making money from Snapchat? They don't have their own creator group. And uh, just like we said, not many people are, are, are exposed to how many subscribers or followers one person has. Absolutely. And this new feature that Snapchat is releasing, it's not going to be just for individuals or content creators themselves, but also for those who have a business on Snapchat with a public profile. It is going to be rolling out globally over the coming months, so make sure you keep an eye on that. But this is not the only feature that Snapchat has released recently to try and bring life back to their platform because recently they've also released uh, different uh, features that have been making Snapchat more fun, more interactive. Earlier this month, we talked on the show about the new anime filter that a lot of people were actually flooding to Snapchat just to be able to try it out. So this goes to show that they are trying their best to bring life back to the platform. But recently they also launched a new feature called sounds that allows ios snapchat users globally to be able to add music to to their snaps from a catalog of music that features songs from new and established artists and that also placed snapchat on a leverage in comparison to instagram because a lot of the times people who were wanting to use instagram music let's say in the uae were not able to do that since the feature was selectively uh, rolled out in certain countries over others yes in certain countries certain regions and now snapchat came out with that music sound i've used it 
I didn't like it that much. You didn't like I, it? I tried it. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it that much. Do you prefer Instagram over Snapchat or the other way around? No, of course. I'll Snapchat all the way. But the thing that kind of baffles me going to back to Instagram now yeah. is that, let's say, for example, I live in the U.S. and okay. uh, I come over to the UAE for holiday. Mm. Those people will still have that music feature. They will. Oh. St- they will have that music feature. Even if they've changed, e- even, if, even if they moved countries. Every, even if they came to the UAE, oh, for wow. they'll have that feature. And uh, it's, it's kind of weird how some regions are not allowed, but if you come as a mm. visitor, you'll have it. I don't know what's the the details about that. Or the but, algorithm. That's weird. Or yeah, I don't know how the me- mechanism goes with that. But let us know yeah. your guys' thoughts. Four two one five throw slots or on Instagram at Pulse ninety five radio. Would you rather use Snapchat or Instagram? And which more are you inclined? to let's say build a business on Mm. because we know that Instagram is great for building businesses and your own startups 100% but we also want to remind you that the Sharjah International Book Fair is still going strong from today it started on the 4th of November but it's going to be carrying out until Mm. the 14th and if you want to be able to go on a virtual tour over the airwaves make sure you tune in every single day from 10 to 11 a.m. because our three musketeers Ali Al-Hazami Aisha Al-Mazmi and Ahmed Dawood are going to be giving you a quick roundup of everything interesting happening at the book fair some of the most uh, world some of the world's most renowned authors uh, have joined them telling them more about their books and taking them into a trip throughout their minds now speaking about interesting things we got the interesting man today ladies and gentlemen Omar Adouri the only place to be at three the halftime show with him Omar what are we expecting on the halftime show today on the halftime show today we're expecting uh, a world cup manager well to be here a premier league manager world cup yes see Omni <laughs> I know you'd be happy that's why I started with that um, Avram Grant is going to be in the building he used to manage Chelsea and he used to manage Ghana and he used to actually be one of my uh, managers and coaches so I'm going to have him hopefully on the show wow Omar got all the connections you know where to tune in at 3 p.m ladies and gentlemen the, on- the halftime show the only place to be at three and one more time ladies and gentlemen i want to give a big shout out to hanan our tw- she has turned 21 it's, years old it's also maria's birthday it's today also birthday. It's mikey's, and birthday. mikey's birthday mikey's birthday we got three birthdays today Absolutely. so many birthdays I yeah mean, november 9th so it's, a, it's a historical <laughs> date apparently quite literally if you are born today happy birthday to you too yes. as well but we will catch you again tomorrow same time same place only here only here on Pulse 95. 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.